Well, hello, friends. As I record this, it's almost 6 a.m. And I tell you, I did not sleep well at all last night. I got up about 3 o'clock and I was just so discombobulated, as you hear me yawn. <laughs> and really, I went through a very, very um, eye-opening experience. Nothing earth-shattering, but I guess it affected me more than I thought. And I just wanted to share this just with somebody. So I had a meeting yesterday and with one of our clients and it was two other colleagues attending this meeting. And we're going over budgeting, we're going over projections and different things they could do to enhance their plan. Uh, this is, of course, their benefit offerings or whatnot. So during the meeting, we get information that they're looking to make some changes to their plan. And it came out of left field, sort of, um, because as far as we knew, they were getting the best savings and we had done all these analysis and we were really happy with the direction that they were going. And for the life of me in that meeting, it was just like, I couldn't believe that these people were looking at us like they have to explore different possibilities. So let me put a pin in that. So I'm walking out to my car with my colleague and she said something so simple, but so true. And I had to really lean into it. She said, Sean, you don't know who they're talking to. And I'm going to bring this back to us. Sometimes we can have such a good thought about something and we get people who give us information and they try to tear us away from our original plan. Like everything is going fine, but we get somebody who is on the outside questioning that. And then it begins to raise questions within us. And we begin to question everything. And it sends us on this path. And before you know it, those people are long gone and we're left with the carnage of whatever it is that we're dealing with. And ironically, same day, same, you know, hour, within hours, I had posted something, I'm going to say accidental, but I believe everything is all connected for our greater good. So there is a doctor that I typically follow on YouTube, and I really like a lot of his content. There's another doctor that has a similar name and a similar look. So let's say for the sake of this, and it's a true fact, both of these doctors, their first names, I think start with a B. And the one doctor I really like, um, and I've seen him before, and I've always into his content. This other doctor kind of hovers between controversial and curiosity. He has some catchy clickbait to get people riled up. And then when you listen to it, he kind of riles you up and then tries to backtrack. So I posted my comments about my wellness journey. And it garnered some really good traction. And I will tell you, I got some very visceral reaction. So much to the point that at some point in the middle of the night, I deleted my comment because I got so tired of the troll minions coming onto my comment and talking about how I didn't try hard enough and how I should have just stopped putting the fork to my mouth. I mean, these people were cruel. And as a person, 
that is compassionate and I think rational, I'm perplexed because I'm like, you're getting a snippet of a comment. You don't know my story and you've made all these leaping conclusions. And I felt like I needed to go back in and validate my experience. And then I said, are you going to let the bullies dictate your voice? And when I came back to this thought, I said, this isn't my platform. These people on this particular forum don't want what I have. And that was the other thing, too. And it goes back to my client. You have to know your audience. You may be well-intended of giving people information, but sometimes your information is unwanted and people want to believe whatever the narrative that is. And as hard as it may be for us to digest that, that is the actual truth. The other aspect that I did yesterday that I had to glean back at is I was so transfixed on making sure that my outfit was okay, I got to the meeting okay, and I underestimated that um, I needed to build in some time for lunch. And I know this sounds really, really crazy because we all need to eat to live. And I ran on empty a little bit yesterday and I had a decent breakfast, so I was okay. But our meeting was like late lunch day. It was closer to two and I had like a two hour or so drive back home. And by the time I got home and everything was said and done, it was almost seven o'clock. And I came in and, you know, got my kitties together and immediately started making dinner. And that all went down fine. But I remember thinking to myself, Sean, you were so caught up on, I don't want to be sweaty or I don't want to get anything on my outfit from this meeting. Let me not eat anything. And that was just not practical. Like we're human beings and we need food and we need nutrients. And if that means me putting on my shirt at the last minute so I won't get oil or dressing or whatever on it, so be it. And if I get a spot on my shirt, nobody in that dang room cared. Like at the end of the day, I wasn't up close on anybody to see what they had, what they drank or anything like that. And the one good thing I'll give myself credit for was I packed a couple of mandarin oranges. I had a bag of nuts and I had some oil, some water. And when we were at the meeting, a lot of times uh, people are courteous because they know you're traveling and they'll say, oh, would you like a glass of water? Would you like any coffee? Here's where the restrooms are. We got none of that treatment, <laughs> but it was okay. I mean, it was what it was. But it just reinforced with me that you have to always be looking out for yourself. And to this point that I made earlier about, you know, the client coming back, kind of wanting to do their own investigation and research into things that they believe that would be better for them than what we've done. You know, there's no harm in double checking things for yourself, because what I don't want to have is this false sense that you shouldn't be your own steward. If there's something in you guiding you to do something different that you know that will benefit you or it's just a nagging question for you, then you should quantify it. Um, I think that the thing that bothers me a lot of times is that most of these things are driven off of other people. It's not legitimacy of a situation. It's created chaos. I call it there are people who are agents of chaos 
and that will try to inflame a situation that doesn't even exist. And all the while, there are other things that need to beg your attention, but you don't uh, take the time to uh, be aware of that. And you're focusing all your efforts on this other stuff, so to speak. And when we get right down to it, you know, we have to really hone in on what really is our why and what's really important. So this brings me to my next thing. So I went out of town over the weekend and man, I walked everywhere and I was really tired. So Monday was like a sluggish day. Tuesday, I was kind of tussling with going to the gym or doing something at home. Wednesday was a travel day. And guess what? Today is Thursday. And this is my first day of the week stepping back at the gym. And what I will say is that the reason why we have a routine in place is because the routine gives us discipline. The one thing I have learned is to balance where my body is. And I remember telling my girlfriend that, oh, I'm sore so much, blah, blah, blah. And really what I had to dial back on is that Am I consistently using the tools that I have to ensure that I'm doing the proper stretching, I'm hydrated, eating enough protein? Am I doing all the things to boost the recovery time after my workout? And I had to get honest with myself. I'm not always the best at it because it's I'm rushing things and I'm not allowing myself the additional time that I really need. So today is going to be my first day going back into the gym because um, I haven't had like a formal uh, workout in a while. Sorry, guys, I'm stretching. Uh, but again, I had to remind myself there's a reason why I came up with the routine that I had because that routine worked for me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with making modifications as they come. But you can easily get yourself into a rut or talk yourself out of something. And the one thing I will say, I like the fact that I'm self-aware in that I say, okay, time to reel things in and this is where we need to be. So give yourself grace when you do get off track and get immediately back on. Don't focus on the days that you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Focus on the things that you can do. And one of the most loving things that I did do is really truly fix a meal that I really wanted and enjoyed it. I mean, I took every morsel of that spaghetti and I truly enjoyed it to the fullest. I fixed my broccoli with it. I sat down. I let my cats run around and I really let my mind kind of float a little bit. And I went upstairs and this was the first time I wasn't scrolling all night. I think I put in something on YouTube and immediately within 30 minutes or so I was asleep. And then I woke up at about three or four in the morning uh, because I realized I left the TV on and, um, you know, it kind of disturbed the cat. So I ended up feeding them a little early. But I say all this to say, you know, again, um, you know, sometimes when we're not having the ideal day, we can focus on all the things that we didn't do. Like I could focus on like, oh, you didn't do your salad or you should have packed food or you should have did this. You should have did that instead of leaning into the things that you did do right. And one of the things uh, that went well for me that day was I got to connect with a colleague of mine. We work virtually, so we don't get to see each other a whole lot. And a lot of our interaction is on, uh, I was going to say Zoom, but it's on uh, Teams. 
and we have a lot of conference calls together. And I think there's something about being in person that gives you synergy. I am a stoke believer in working from home. So don't get this twisted that I don't want to still be a remote worker because that is a whole lifestyle for me and I enjoy it. But I do like the occasional opportunities when I have them available to meet with colleagues. And, you know, there's just something about us as human beings, uh, you know, connecting and, and having that synergy. And it makes it all that much better when we do connect virtually because you have that face-to-face interbase uh, and, you know, the action that you've had under your belt. And um, the other thing that happened was, you know, my mind was swirling because I was just so worried about what's going to happen with this client. And, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And, oh my gosh, these people on YouTube are really mean people. And how am I going to go forward with my content? Because... This is why I haven't done a big launch because people are so mean. And I went into all this generalized things and two things can be true at the same time. There are some really mean, evil people out there. And there are some people who will do whatever they can to tear you down. Those are straight up facts. There's nothing you can do about that. But the other part of it is that there are some really good people who want to see you win. And there are people out there who need your content, that need your information. And you are such a blessing to someone's day. And for anybody who's a content creator, whether it's large or small, doesn't matter your medium. But think about this. When we have content and we hold it, it does us no good. The content is meant to be shared. It's meant to be distributed for a reason. It's not just for us to lock it away and throw it a key and keep perfecting it and and getting all the right audio and videos and stuff. And I'm not saying that those components aren't important, but so many times we get bogged down in the minutia that we don't get the content out because people could care less about hearing my cats running around in the background. They want to hear what Sean has to say. They're coming to this podcast because I have something to say. There's something that they may resonate with. There's a lesson that I could share in my life experience that someone is going to find valuable. And I may never meet that person in my day-to-day life. Or heck, I may cross them a thousand times and never know that they listen to my podcast. But I say all this to say, as a content creator, we have to understand that we are here for this season and purpose. And I go back to spiritual practice that I am here for the anointed appointed time that there was a reason that the divine picked me to be in this body this space and this time and I have everything within my power to do all the things that I need to do even though when it seems like I don't know which road I'm going to choose that there is always the universe conspiring for my highest good and all I need to do is to lean into that And there is something that Abraham Hicks says, if you listen to any of her teachings, and she talks about getting into the vortex. And the vortex is this idea that everything good and positive, you store up all those thoughts and ideas, and you get to that happy place mentally. And anytime you are struggling with yourself, whether it be in your relationships and you're feeling like there's not the enough, you go back to the vortex and you think about all the love, the care, and all the things that you want to manifest and not leaning into the things that aren't working, but all into the things that you really, really want to have from your best soul and practice. 
And I had to go back to that place because I got to tell you, I was almost robbed out of my peace. And I got into this thought process with these naysayers and the meeting yesterday. And I began to let that take a stronghold. And I had to grab myself and say, no, 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 no. We're, we're not we're not going there. This isn't going to be cat- catastrophizing this situation. And then the other aha was, why am I a witness? Mm, think about that. When we go through things, we may see the first layer of the situation and think, boy, that's a bad thing. But oftentimes things are being revealed to us for a deeper purpose, not just for the first layer of thought or event. It's just like watching somebody who goes through a pregnancy and you're like, man, you know, one day I want to be a mom and I look forward to doing all the things. But you were right there close and personal and viewing this person's experience. This is just all examples here. I'm just giving it out. But you see this woman, she goes through this process and, you know, you see things that look like really hard and you see things that go really well and you put them in your mind and five years later pass. And guess what? You're that woman. You're the one giving birth to the baby. And then you look back and you have a situation that comes up for you and you're like, wait a minute, this, this is, this is familiar. I remember seeing something like this. So then what you do is think about that experience. You think about, okay, I have somewhat of knowledge and you take that situation and it's not that you duplicate it but you get the information from that situation and you make decisions based on if this is applicable for me and does some of these things from this tree can I eat from this fruit maybe you don't need all of the things that she did but maybe some key elements you you look back at and it worked one of those things for me in real life happened where um I thought about, you know, I was going to make up meals. So therefore, when I got out the hospital, I didn't have to worry about, you know, um, somebody cooking for me because I had these dump meals made. My reality is that didn't happen. I had that information to pull from. But what I was able to do later on down the line was I started doing what I call dump meal kits. And when I got busy, I remember learning about, hey, if I prep on Sunday and I have these meals together, guess what? When I need to get out of the door and I don't have a whole lot of time, I can use one of these dump meal kits. But you get my premise of what I'm speaking of. So a lot of times, universe, God, whatever you call it, the thing, or if you don't believe, you'll be interfaced with things that may seem so insignificant and you don't understand why you're there, but you're there for a reason. So I know that there was not by chance I was at that meeting. It was not by chance that I got those internet trolls on YouTube. All of these are building up for me something greater. And it's not just the first layer of what I know today, but it's something greater later. So when you're going through, remember, the key is you're going. It's not that you're stuck, but you're going. And it may not be comfortable. And understand that these seasons are not going to be there forever. They are going to have ebbs and flows, but it's all how you gain and look at your perspective. I hope this bless somebody. I hope you get fruit out of this. Namaste, friends, and have a wonderful, blessed day.